0: Hey there, Skips and Skipperettes from all across the wild and untamed electronic wasteland known only as Internet Land. Welcome back to Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Well, today on the show is the second half of our chat with Skipper Chris Egan. Just to refresh your memory, Chris spent a few years in the jungle before heading over to Knott's Berry Farm, where he has the closest job to a skipper's job. He's a train robber. It's exactly the same. You see where I'm going with that? Uh, we chat about the differences between Disney and Knots, and we just have a fun time chatting, catching up. It's too bad you can't tell that Chris is enjoying himself because of his absolute lack of laughter or emotion during this interview. <coughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well. Okay, well, two other pieces of housekeeping. First of all, if you guys are using iTunes, please feel free to head on over and give us a review. Those reviews really help to get new listeners. And it's the same on Stitcher or whatever platform you're listening on. Please feel free to rate us so we can just get some better placement. Now, I don't like teasing future episodes. Uh, because when you, you know, go back in time or forward, it just makes a confusing uh, X-Men movie. Uh, And, you know, podcasts aren't really fixed points in time. I tell you something is happening, and it's good if you're listening, you know, now, but in a year, that reference is totally dated. So I'm just going to give you the smallest of teases. In two weeks, on July 22nd, We will be starting a three-part episode with a huge name from Jungle Cruise history. If you worked 1981 to 2003, you will have known this fine gentleman, and his story is one of the most fantastic of all the guests I've had on the show. Now, he may not be a quote-unquote Disney legend, but he is woven through the history and foundation of hundreds and hundreds of skippers, and everyone who learned a three or four-man rotation or kept their boats 18 inches apart owe a lot to this man. So... Check in with us on July 22nd for a super exciting start to our three-part episodes. Now, those are going to take us all the way into our fourth season, so I'm going to call it this one episode early. This is going to be the last episode of our third season, and our great new guest is going to be the first three episodes of season four. Yep. it's that special. I don't want to split him up in the middle of the season and uh, make it hard to find on the webpage. So thanks again for fantastic three years. We've got more listeners than ever, including listeners in Japan, Russia, Australia, France, the UK, and Belgium. I appreciate that you've let me be a part of your podcast pleasures for the last three years, and I am so excited for what we have to come. All right, now here's part two of the hipster cowboy skipper Chris Egan. And as always. Congaloosh.
1: Thing with the you know uh, seven eight ten year old boys they you know because we got the guns like shoot me shoot me what 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 is th- why is that a thing shoot me why is that your reaction to a gun where did you grow up why
0: <laughs> why <laughs> 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 I'll tell you it's an the entire,
1: mindset of people <laughs>
0: it's it's an entirely different thing when you have you know the South Central experience at Universal I mean you know yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. Um, oh gosh.
0: Yeah, you don't want us to shoot you. That's no good.
1: Haven't you That's seen the public t-
0: school for you? Haven't you seen the TV show Voyagers? Yeah. <laughs> um. Which, by the way, wh- why has that not been rebooted with all the other right. junk? Did you hear that they're rebooting Scooby-Doo again? What? <laughs> they, this has been, what, like six years since the last movie? Seven years. Why? And they're doing another
1: live-action Scooby-Doo movie. for the love of God, why? It made $360 million yeah, the last I get time. I said that. But art is still uh, a thing. <laughs> Please, be creative. Bring back the original screenplay. <laughs> oh, well, there's so many bad reboots. Okay, so, for example,
0: the BBC has announced they're bringing back 52 episodes of the 1980s cartoon Danger Mouse. Never even heard of it. And Count Ducula is in there, too. That's the other really bad one. <laughs> but Danger Mouse was... We only saw it in the U.S. because it was on Nickelodeon, because Nickelodeon could only afford to buy yeah, the, cheap British TV yeah. shows. It's where I saw the Tomorrow People for the yeah. first time. You know, So they had these awful you know, BBC reject shows off ITV, um, but they, Danger Mouse was the big one, and because they had English accents, we thought it was great when we were growing up. This, the, here's the problem With nostalgia When you're older And you go back The things that you liked When you were a kid Usually suck
1: Usually Usually You know Very there very few, few things That hold up uh, yeah. Okay Rocco's Modern Life
0: Yeah Rocco's <laughs> modern, modern Life Holds Be- better. up Better But a lot of the thing About Rocco's Is that a lot of the jokes Were meant for adults Well
1: yeah Yeah Same thing with Adventure Time Now Yeah I love watching Adventure Time Now But you That know, is a deep show You know
0: I think That there's <laughs> things Like okay Maybe Robotech And Star Blazers mm-hmm. And you know, but I went back and watched Voltron, and I, there's just things that I go back and look at, and I'm like no, that that doesn't hold up. No. See, and I'm a little, I'm a little older than you, so yeah. when I grew up, the big cartoons. I still have a comic book from the time, and they had like the listing of the new shows mm-hmm. on Saturday morning cartoons, and it was like the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Where they had powers, one guy could stretch, another guy could turn into a basketball. This was a real show during I never the I understood 80s. why the Harlem Globetrotters were such a big thing. Why no? Why do they have superpowers? Why do they have superpowers? Why do they? I can understand when they're on Futurama yeah. and they're great mathematicians because they're yeah, in the that, future. That's funny. That's funny. But why do they have superpowers? Yeah. I don't I just don't understand that. there's no such thing but as we had, a origin we had, story <laughs> yeah but they, we were we had terrible things and they keep on bringing them back I, my theory is that we're afraid of zombies in real life we should be afraid of entertainment zombies because mm-hmm. there's so much media that's wandering around, yeah. go around going brains,
1: brains. <laughs> uh, watch us no Scooby Doo movie this is cheaper to produce love it
0: <laughs> or we know, we know there's already an audience <laughs> we don't need another He-Man movie the first yeah. one was bad enough Mm-hmm. Thank God they learned their lesson with the Mario Brothers movie, not to make another one of those. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> the Mario Brothers movies. Oh, so... Bob Hoskins. no uh, rest, rest in peace, because he's amazing, but... S- S- me Hook is still one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, Hook's is a great... Hook holds oh, up. Hook holds up. Hook holds up. Even with all the cheesy 90s references in there. Well, uh, you had Hoffman in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, Hoffman. Dust, Dustin Hoffman
0: with, and Robin Williams yeah. and... That was a well They acted the hell Out of that movie
1: And it's Stuck so well To the canon And the spirit Of Peter Pan Well You know On the remake Side of things Mm. Disney Got to the point
0: Where we can't Cannibalize You know Fairy tales Or pop culture anymore Mm. Let's make Live action remakes Of our own movies So we're getting A Cinderella movie We had Maleficent Which is Sleeping Beauty Which
1: Uh, Kristen Stewart (laughs) That wasn't di- was was that that was oh, universal. No, no, that uh, was that Snow was uh, the the, 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 Yeah, Snow White yeah. and the Huntsman
0: was universal, yeah, but Yeah. But you know they they Disney's now going back to their catalog mm-hmm. and they're remaking things that they made in the first place.
1: Yeah well I wonder how much of that is like just to keep the because Snow White and stuff like that is getting to that point in copyright law where it's becoming public domain ah. so I wonder how much of that is like well, but well let's is, keep this in our well, in our pro- court
0: <laughs> <laughs> well but to some extent I mean Snow White the story was public domain before yeah. that yeah um, but yeah I mean as far as the movie and I, I think that there's so more dolls yeah I mean it's not like with Mickey Mouse where you can mm. go out there and claim that when yeah. you those 70 plus years old yeah. so yeah um yeah, it's weird thinking that you know Mickey is older than one of my grandmothers were when they passed away. <laughs> right? So, um,
1: the characters that will never die—never <laughs> Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse—so
0: when you're here forever. so when you're at Nods and you're doing your um, your shtick
1: mm-hmm. and you're you
0: know you're mm-hmm. you're playing it up, what's um, in general? I mean, what's the reaction? I mean, is do you feel like people are are so um, that there's been so much saturation with media on television and movies and things like that, that the novelty of a Western kind of a thing and, and that kind of play acting... I, I don't think
1: it, so. It, it's the same reason Renaissance Fair is still a huge... I mean, not... The, you know, the, the has, suspension of disbelief. It, it's a suspension of disbelief. That's what it's all about. Just to, It's escapism. That's all it is. It's going into a world and just letting yourself go in it. And I, that's always going to be... It's always going to be popular, you know. Live theater will never die, ever, yep. ever. Um, people are always going to, you know, movies and TV—they're all great. But I want to be in there. I want to see this performer. I want to see. I want to be in the moment with this. Well,
0: with and this also live theater will always because uh, people who are in shows will always drag all their friends to mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a little self-sustaining. Yeah, so. yeah it is. that that Shakespeare guy I don't know why Disney hasn't ripped him off yet oh it's gonna happen it's gonna be it was was the Lion King
1: (laughs) the Lion King was a rip off of Shakespeare (laughs) they're they're just gonna straight up do it one of these days it's gonna be Othello
0: (laughs) I'm waiting for for Walt Disney's Midsummer Night's Dream
1: that seems like that one would be right up their alley have you seen uh, Joss Whedon uh, did a Midsummer Uh, Night's Dream that was really good was it much ado about nothing what was it much ado yeah, it was much to do about, about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah,
0: the the Midsummer Night, the one that yeah. on Midsummer Night that was interesting was Woody Allen's A Midsummer Night Sex Comedy. Yeah, which yeah. is still to this day one of my favorite. You know, mm. some beautiful mm. uh, acting in there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you just wonder, you know, with the Disney properties, it's kind of like. Mm. What else are they going to... Walt Disney presents uh, the animated version of Joss Whedon's Firefly. Disney
1: said it himself. Imagination will never die. I'm probably bastardizing that quote. Yeah, but all uh, right. You know, <laughs> it, it, there's always going to be... It's, it's cra- all right. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it, there's always going to be creativity and, you know... People are always going to be going and creating new things. Uh, I I hope so. And I
0: I think, you know, it's a lesson they should have learned from Pixar is that Pixar was original and and Mm -hmm. had these stories. And now you have just a bunch of sequels of Pixar movies because they make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it by the time this podcast goes up, I probably will have. (coughs) And I'll put it in the liner notes. I've heard nothing but amazing things about How to Train Your Dragon 2. I, I've heard that DreamWorks yep. just absolutely told another story that was different that's that good. had emotional impact that was better than the first one good that's so that's it's, good to hear. it's great that there yeah. are people that are out there that are actually doing that yeah. and then we get Maleficent yeah um, or Alice in
1: Wonderland too, because we're oh. going to get another one of those oh. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Charlie and the Chocolate Factory would have been a great movie was that Disney? Was it that? wasn't Disney no it was, but, yeah. but I'm just going on the yeah. same you know that Tim Burton vein <laughs> um it would have been a good movie if the 1971 version had never been made. I... Uh, if there was no comparison to the other movie, I that's I a, think it would have been good. That's an interesting argument. Yeah. Because <laughs> I... So I, if you... Dis- the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm going, this isn't... This isn't Gene. So you're this comparing it to Gene yeah, Wilder. Yeah, you're... Because, you're, c- oh, that, I, that was the movie. See, I... That would, was the movie.
0: There were things within... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can see where you're going with yeah. it. There were things within the Johnny Depp one that I did like. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I. It's a, yeah, that's it, an interesting it, it's, discussion. It's a that's a universe. Scratcher.
1: Yeah. I I don't know because I loved his performance. But the whole time I'm just sitting there going, "This isn't Gene. This I'm, isn't." It, it's that nostalgia thing, yeah. you know, going back. It's not as good as you thought it was. And I, maybe yeah. if I'm a kid yeah. and watching that first and then the Gene it's Wilder interesting. version. that's interesting. Yeah. I'm
0: I'm actually glad I I haven't seen Transcendence but I'm kind of hoping that Johnny Depp is getting out of his wacky hats phase. Yeah. Cuz that's what I, you know, from between Pirates and Alice and yeah. Charlie, it just seemed like he had a wacky hat yeah. in every
1: movie. He's got to go through his whole closet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton's like, "I was at the Haberdasher the other day, Johnny. I
1: found the new hat. He's going to reboot like, cat in the hat." <laughs> 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 we think there's a great role for you. There's a hat in it. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, yeah, I mean, are the are the cast
1: dining options as uh, uninteresting and bland for you at Knott's oh, course, as they are? Of course they are. Uh, I don't know, it's, it's a much... Knott's is still, you know, although they're owned by Cedar Fair and they're still corporate, it still feels like a much smaller down-home thing. You yeah, know, and you got that in Between, but, you know, there's... They're much more personal at the cruise. But, but ours is the cruise nest. That's <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, I I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's uh,
0: I think you know I liked in
1: between when I was yeah, there, there too. There,
0: there was a point where I think I that, like Rouch coach. <laughs> I think that you know we liked the food at Disney when we were there because. Um, The brainwashing chemicals that told. I think you only you know get the negative feeling about the Disney food after you've left, and then you really remember it with a lot different set of eyes. I remember it poorly because I gained sixty pounds. Yeah, I I did gain a
1: lot of weight. Which, thank God, I've lost. Looking back at some of the pictures, I'm like, oh, look at my cheeks. I I
0: I just solidly hit a, a 38 waist. When I left the jungle, I was at a
1: 48-inch waist. I'm, I'm down to 32. Yeah. I was like 36, 38 when I was over there. I was uh, so proud. I was like, eh! T- t- 10 skinny inches. Skinny jeans might actually work! Uh, Chris, I, I, I have to I don't, you I don't mean to... Skinny jeans... They don't work on anybody. They don't work on anybody. <laughs> they don't work on anyone. Not on guys. Let's be honest here. It's true. I said might.
0: Might. So, um, so you know with the time that you've spent over there and, you know I and we've kind of touch. I've seen some of your pictures that you put up and all that and, you yeah. know I've seen you kind of evolving the character and playing things different ways in pictures Yeah. Um, you know so what are some of the the things that have happened that are really memorable cuz A. it's a lot closer in time
1: for your memory so I'm sure that yeah. that, that part of your brain might yeah, be yeah. as burned out um, um, I wore a dress and married 43 different men that's, that's that exceptional. Was, that, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, it was uh, two Valentines? Not... It was Valentines of February... two thousand fourteen. Yeah, 12. 2012. Um, doing Valentine's Day promotion. They did shotgun weddings and... I was the bride, and we'd pick a random dude out of the audience. And was forced him to marry me. And, and you did wedding pictures of them, <laughs> of course. Of course, so. of course. We get uh, And, you know, we're Judge Roy Beans. They still do the wedding, so we gave them the certificate, a ring, and, you know, the whole shebang through rice. <laughs> it was a hilarious, fun little show. And I really, we got to just create. See, and that's, that's, create. What I, that's what I like about this Spirit yeah.
0: of Knots is mm-hmm. um, there is that... You can do something different for a day that's themed, and it's not mm-hmm. its not uh, apocryphal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, the end we, of the world yeah. if you do something for a day that's different. If we if we went out and had an Arbor Day, you know, promotion at Jungle Cruise, jo- <laughs> jokingly, like every single skipper was like, happy Arbor Day, <laughs> here's a tree, <laughs> show you. and if we all did the same joke, yeah. it wouldn't fly for an hour. No,
1: um which by the way that's a great idea for a joke in case you're wondering (laughs) take it take it it, Um, it. take it and run um no i mean it's it's more the feeling over there of it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission so we do get you know called out why why were you doing that what what were you thinking um where is it jungle you know the moment somebody even thinks about doing the, the rule at disney is not it's better
0: to ask forgiveness than permission it's uh it's it's better to ask for unemployment than, yeah. than forgiveness. Yeah. it's probably going to happen that way.
1: I mean, yeah, you know, I, we definitely have more free reign. You know, the, the, they're much more understanding. Well, but, but it's good if you work if you work with them. And
0: that was mm-hmm. how because I worked jungle. You know, in the early aughts at O two O three, we we were we had a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. We were allowed to stretch our legs in ways that were within the spirit of the jungle, mm-hmm. but that still. And the people who didn't, everybody else jumped on their shit because they knew what would happen if it was
1: too far outside the box. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the way it should be, you know, just leashes on on everybody. You know, we should be wandering that line. Well, and the difficult
0: difficult thing for Disney is they've got, you know, 30,000 people working for them Mm -hmm. with an expanding business model and more and more people in the park. It's, it is harder when you have that large of a thing To deal with everyone as an individual mm-hmm. And not to deal with them as You know uh, Just a person who's there Who's replaceable mm. um, Because you know when I was there I never felt replaceable mm. I always felt like what I was doing was individual And you know and I think that has to be the way it is You have to have that personal feeling Of responsibility and ownership mm-hmm. And in talking to you I hear what you're saying is I have ownership of what I yeah. do and you're responsible mm-hmm. for it. And if someone calls you on it, I hear. I mean, I know yeah. you. You would, you would say, okay, yep, yeah, I own that. It's yeah. my problem. Yeah. I goofed that up. Or and here's the positive things should that I own. do. Yeah. You know,
1: that's that's all I out, out of my management team. You know, when they say, hey, don't do this. I why I, <laughs> why don't I do that? You know, it, it, it was an interesting thing. You know, I had this hat. It's just this crumpled-up top hat. You know, everybody else has a cowboy hat, so I had this crumpled-up top hat. And they took my hat away. They said, I'm not allowed to wear the top hat anymore. It's the same exact hat like Billy the Kid wears, you yeah. know, in that famous picture. And they took my hat away. And, you know, I never got a a good reason why I'm not allowed to wear it. Um, Which is funny because yeah. the cowboy hat was worn by some, yeah. but it was by no means... No, it wasn't uh, everybody. It's no. And there should be... And I, the thing I'm afraid of, you know, in that respect, is they're going to make us... You, you know, it's going to be uniform. You know, we're all going to look the same and that's not what that should be. Yeah. Especially the bandits. Yeah. You know, it should be this ragtag group of some guys are fancy, some guys are, you know, in rags. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So speaking of uh, bad Johnny Depp movies and
0: westerns, uh, do we, do we want to put uh, The Lone Ranger into that camp of, of bad, hats? bad hats? yeah, I think so. Well, I th- it's I a think bandana, right? No, it's the crow it's with like the, black, a... the dead black crow yeah. on his head. May have also once, been in the category of bad. And, uh, if
1: you're going to put a dead like a... bird on your head... It's just, I don't know. He needs to go back to bad wigs, like Ed Wood and... Oh, yeah. (laughs) The bad wig phase was much better than the bad hat phase. Oh, man. Well, he... Uh... Bad hats, you know. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. A great movie, yeah. Bad Hat. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's a great. That's a great character to spoof in anything, you know. <laughs> if you ever need a character choice, and get, I'm just going to do Johnny Depp in Fear and Loathing. <laughs> uh, well, but, I mean, to be fair,
0: Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson gave him a pretty damn yeah. good uh, uh, person to parry. Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: Hunter S. Thompson.
0: Um, his his ashes when he was cremated were shot out of a cannon. Yep. <laughs> they shot his ashes out of a cannon. That's, just, that's the way to go. Yeah.
1: Watch in an interview with Johnny Depp on uh, Graham Norton. He was talking about that. You know, it's, he, he left it in Johnny Depp's responsibility because he you know, he's he was the only one crazy enough to do yeah. it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't make him as crazy as Depp. Yeah.
1: anymore.
0: So then, what's, um, what's some of the guest interactions you've had over at Knots? Was there anything that just really sticks out, uh, other than marrying? Uh, 23 guys? 43. 43. 43. Well, I'm sorry, I my standards were too
1: yeah. low. <laughs> 23 wouldn't have been enough it, guys it, to marry. It was like uh, four shows a day, it becomes, Saturdays it, and Sundays, it, and then we did like one special show. Uh, and <laughs> see, this, this is what the Republicans are scared of. Like, you know... Yeah, ma-
0: marriage reform. Yeah, inviting me.
1: <laughs> but what else? I mean, what else has been? Um... I did the uh, streetmosphere over there too, and that was fun. That was that was just free reign. Uh, streetmosphere. It was just wandering around the streets all day, and literally, I mean, they had set up characters. Um, a different like there was a soldier and like a gambler and all sorts of stuff. But that was some free reign, and we would just hang out yeah. with kids all day. And just play like like play checkers with them all day, and just
0: oh the. Well, I think I think atmosphere talent. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that Disney has had to pull back on that heavily because Mm -hmm. there's so many people in the park Mm -hmm. that unless you're a musician who's doing a set and then going off stage, Mm -hmm. you really it would be hard to have someone maybe on Tom Sawyer's Island or Pirate Mm -hmm.
1: Island now that they've renamed it maybe there but anywhere else inside the park well, aren't you they, know. aren't they like the, that's what the the because they're, they're taking laughing stock out and they're kind of changing it into that uh, the people wandering in and out and just playing with them yeah. in the saloon yeah. I, 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 I like it I think it's a good idea um you know it needs to be executed right because we did we we got complaints from parents you know they kept my kids too long they're keeping them entertained and I want to go on rides <laughs> You know you're doing a good job. If the yeah. parents are saying, I yeah. want to go on rides. <laughs>
0: well, and then, as soon as management hears, we're not spending enough money because they're entertaining our children too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, then you're in trouble because you've got to get that revenue going. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. I'm just asking this out of curiosity. So what happens with, with what you do with the the uh, atmosphere characters during Haunt? Do they still use you for um,
1: other Things during Halloween haunt, or? Uh, we we have the option to audition. Uh, d- d- depending upon the department, I mean, obviously entertainment, we can just we can just audition for it. Um, a lot of the departments, foods, rides, uh, they do, keep their so, people. So do they do during the daytime? It's normal, park, operations. normal operations. So normal you, operation, ten to six.
0: So you would have an, you would just have an option if you want yeah. to hire, a, in addition, it, a,
1: a work more hours. I'm it thinking. usually works out pretty well during haunt because not all, like as far as bandits go, not all the guys g- want to do haunt. Some yeah. of the guys, you know, they just want to stick around. Enough of the guys usually go to do haunt, either monsters or shows or what have you, yeah. that it makes up for that loss of hours during the day. So the guys that are still there yeah, still yeah. are getting good hours.
0: It's something I've never. you I know. I, part of me feels like I need to go because I've had so many good friends who've been involved in haunt and people that I really like and respect and all that. Uh, and then there's the part of me that went up to Universal for the one time, and within five minutes, I, I had to get new trousers, and that that was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> I don't have the I don't have the gumption for the you know for the. The horror side of things just isn't my. I'm not wired that way, so it, it isn't fun for me.
1: I think Haunt's going, Knott's Haunt is going a good direction. Like, with the tricksters and Trapped, I love the idea of the tricksters. The tricksters are a group of monsters. Um, there's the tricksters, and they also hire plants. They have people that come in and pretend to be guests, and the tricksters go in and just fuck with the, with the plants. Like, they're putting funnel cakes in their faces, they're tossing them in fountains, they're, you know, stealing their phones and destroying them, and just all the other guests are none the wiser like it's more of a prank atmosphere i feel at haunt and like trapped oh my gosh doing that last year it's 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 like performance art in there like because they you know they sign the waiver um you pay an extra 60 dollars sign a waiver that says the monster's allowed to touch you you're not allowed to touch the monsters there's cursing there's partial nudity there's this there's that there's everything else and then they get in there and we're just going fucking nuts like See, yeah. I can
0: appreciate <laughs> yeah. where there's that the the demand for that for me that just is like why would I want to yeah. like, pay money for this yeah. experience I, and you know? I get that too if I want to be manhandled like that I can go yeah. through a TSA screen, screening line at an airport I don't need to you know go
1: to Knott's Berry Farm for that uh, but you mean? know it's it's, the, it's there as a fear like the the waiver it, it's, it's psychological yeah. and you know we yeah. separate them we, we hit their Basest fears. So,
0: now, do you think you know? that Universal, because they tied it into their movies and and, and uh, you know specific people like Rob Zombie and all that, do you think that um, that Knots has a little looser atmosphere because of that? Yeah, I
1: think so. Uh, it, it's more uh, it, you could do whatever you want. You don't have uh, Universal. It's all about movies, so you have to have some sort of tie-in. Everybody wants to see a movie, whether they think it or not. They're going to see, you know, a movie tie-in. They're going to see, yeah, something. You know, make something. And there's there's restrictions on that. You, there's a universe you have to live See, in. See, and, and for me, Nots, my, level,
0: my level would be if Universal, if they had a Simpsons, uh, you know, Hello Horror Nights area, I'd be okay have with that. Have you seen but, those
1: realistic Simpsons drawings? Oh That's a Horror goodness. Night right there. Oh, it's <laughs> Just, so just bad. realistic Simpsons the real, the wandering real. around the park yeah, there. Yeah, that would be... Oh, me. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: that might be more my level. <laughs> So uh, you know, I know, I know that people who were at Jungle um, that there's always that tend to romanticize the experiences that we had there. It was a job. We you know, there's good and bad. If it seems to me that what you're doing at Knots really suits your personality well. And that you know, it's great that you had that experience, but you, that you you want to do what you're doing, mm. and that it, it gives you the freedom and the, the, the I, it, creativity.
1: It, it gives that you me want. freedom and creativity, and, and it's you know, it, it's pushed me to you know just do my own creative things. You know, I'm doing shows this weekend, the Vaudeville Review. Um, when, I, and by what the way, is Vaudeville is not dead. Vaudeville uh, is not. This one dead. is. This
0: one is going to be out. Uh, what's the date? It is the 18th. So. It's next know.
1: Tuesday is going to be the... the okay. Weekend. Well, then uh, uh, Friday and Saturday at the okay, Found... Yeah, please, in Lo- please. <laughs> Friday and Saturday at the Found Theater in Long Give Beach. Uh, uh, so if today is the 18th. Uh, uh, 19, 20, 20th, so the 27th, 28th? 27th, 28th. Friday and Saturday yeah, at yeah, 8 o'clock. Yeah, be before that. Yeah. Um, vaudeville Review. Uh, Sullivan and Kyle's Vaudeville Review... Uh, Check it out, Sullivan Kyle. And it's like funny because, you know, burlesque bitch. has gotten big again recently. Yeah. Right?
0: I have a lot of burlesque troops that I'm involved mm. with, either doing photography or that I know girls in. Uh, is vaudeville the next
1: burlesque? I think so. I, I think yeah. is making a comeback. Yeah. I, like uh, It's a more personal level of comedy. It's a personal level, you know. It, it's it's pure comedy. It's, it's just, just the simple... I just simple don't think there's enough jokes. banana cream pies in the faces in people's lives. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, it's... it's fart jokes are always going to be funny. Uh, uh, You know, it's always good to go back to that and, you know, not everything has to have a political or a religious twinge to it. You know, it could just be simple, you know, guy tripping on a banana peel. I I love that. Uh, And I love it when shows are simple. The melodrama I worked at in Long Beach, it was... Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with melodrama. Boo the villain, cheer the hero, slide yep. for the damsel. Yep, uh, it was just so much fun. And it's funny. The other one that's interesting is the puppet
0: theater, the marionette
1: theater up yeah. in LA. Have you ever seen that one? I haven't, but I've heard about it. There's there's a guy who
0: still does. He has mm-hmm. like 50 characters as marionettes and does mm-hmm. shows for kids on weekends. Mm-hmm. Bob the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. You know, so there's things that are out there that are still like that that are. As, as we're saying all this stuff Sitting outside of a You know 21 screen movie theater <laughs> Yeah And Honestly You know Other than just a few movies That I've seen By the way mm. Edge of Tomorrow Brilliant And yeah. everyone should go see it yeah. uh, Edge, the, the last two movies I've seen Are two of the best I've seen in a few years uh, Edge of Tomorrow The best Tom Cruise movie In mm. ten years
1: Nice
0: uh, Ever since I think Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol was probably yeah. the, the, the last one that was. This is so good And then uh, Grand Budapest mm-hmm. Hotel yeah. Uh, is the best Wes Anderson movie ever but anyway just some like, hey, yeah. random random notes on those but yeah. Uh, but yeah but we're sitting here and there's very few movies I would rather go see a, a burlesque mm-hmm. show or a vaudeville show and I'd rather do something that personal has personal connection do you think yeah. that
1: do you think that vaudeville's clicking because it's a there's a kind of hipster vibe yes definitely I, you take it we gotta take advantage of that you know it's yeah. nobody else is doing it so you know I uh do yeah.
0: you, you spend any time then in uh in like uh Anaheim like the the Central Street or Center Street I, I've been you
1: know the bar once you know yeah. bars once or twice I, there, I was
0: know? I was there today and it's it's this is vaguely ties into Disney because it's where the uh, travel company is mm-hmm. but um, you know I was at the Central Packing uh, thing the old Sunkiss thing where they have 15-20 mm-hmm. different food restaurants in there that's very hipster it's yeah. very Seattle or San Francisco um, you know there's there's a haberdashery and an old school bar with uh, a barber shop with mm-hmm. a bar in the back yeah. of it. You can get your hair cut and then go have a beer. Yeah. Um, so they're doing this. It, it is... Anaheim makes sense as a hipster city yeah. because of how retro and, and how yeah. ironic...
1: Yeah. Disneyland. To...
0: Yeah, Anaheim, <laughs> Anaheim and Disney are the most ironic yeah. things you yeah. can imagine.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, say what you will about the hipster community. They bring bringing back so... So many great things. You know, they, they're bringing in good food. and Handlebar yeah, mustaches. You know, oh, handlebar mustaches! Who doesn't love them? <laughs> it's, it's the mustache... How th- can you not smile when you see a guy
0: with a handlebar mustache? It, it's the mustache threshold. Yeah. Is, is really, there's a certain point where if there's too many, uh, too much facial hair among people, then people get tired of it. But there's yeah. a certain level. It's like a, a threshold yeah. of being okay with handlebar mustaches versus there's too many of them. And yeah. I don't know where that line is. I it's don't know. It's a strange... Uh, but no, I mean, there's some great things. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for the hipster thing, we wouldn't have you know art- artisanal coffee the way we yep. do.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's it's good and crazy and fun. And... <sighs> yeah, Let's bring it back, those weird those weird artistic things it's one of the reasons I think Cirque du Soleil has really started to take off is it's weird it's yeah. different from anything well, else it's French yeah, uh, it's, it's French, well, you know. French
0: Canadian yeah. French Canadians are it's, weird it's in always general been weird <laughs> look, look, they poach their eggs in maple syrup
1: yep so just, you know, there's just a, there's French a, things are cool. We can just explain it that way. Mime, mime is so cool. I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm
0: waiting for the hipster mime with a handlebar mustache. Um, oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna label this this episode uh, the hipster cowboy. I'm gonna, that, that's what you're gonna be forever known by. <laughs> so, um, well, I think we're we're pushing our envelope here on time. So. Yeah. Um, so any other either Disney fun stories anything else you've got hanging in the back of your mind for the time you were either at Disney or not so just fun things you want to share that you know are obviously we're an oral recorded history we want to make sure that we're is there anything from your time that you want to make sure stays in the annals of history
1: I, nah, nothing really sticks out. You know, I, I, it was m- more about the friendships I made over there. You know, it was yeah. the stuff that happened outside. The you know, the, you know, it's the connections, relationships, which, you know, those uh, those will translate uh, well. You know, you know, it's we, all about the friends, man. <laughs> you know, we get asked about the celebrity stories
0: at, at Disney all the time. People, yeah. Probably the number one thing I get asked about. How do you guys on the 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 train robbery? How do you handle? I mean, do you get the occasional celebrity through there? Or? My very
1: first rob, I robbed Harold Ramis. Oh, um, yeah, it was it really? was really weird. Yeah, I and I barely realized that. Ha- I was like, eh, that guy looks familiar. We got to the the front where we, you know, just is that Harold Ramis? <laughs> um, <laughs> Kobe comes all the time. Yeah. Uh, Gwen well, Stefani, and it, it's really not any different. I, um, it's so before California Adventure opened, yeah, uh, Kobe
0: and Shaq were given testing uh privileges they they came in and rode stuff early yeah and uh so i remember kobe and Shaq riding the california screaming <laughs> so i was working the malibumer and uh i had to say no to Shaq. <laughs> that to hurt he wouldn't fit the shoulder restraints we couldn't lower them because he was too tall so yeah. he couldn't ride the malibumer oh man <laughs> uh, he broke the orange stinger because <laughs> there was so much weight with his weight on one side of it, he actually bent the support bar ab- uh, on the top of his thing. They had to actually take the whole chair out because the top support bar by the chains, as it connected, actually bent under his weight. Oh my god! So Sh- Shaquille O'Neal is the reason why that ride had a 220-pound weight limit.
1: <laughs> just, celebrity sizes always surprise me. It's uh, I, it's always Neither, weird to see they're them in person. Or small? Yeah. Like Pe- Penn and Teller are a great example because oh, yeah. you know y- you don't really realize Teller is normal size. Oh yeah, Teller's Teller normal size. Like my my height is like five ten. Gillette is one of the biggest uh, human beings. Yeah, I'm like I took a picture with him, put my arm out, you know, at my shoulder length, and I got uh, my arm around his waist. <laughs> He's uh, huge. He is also one of the coolest guys. My sister
0: actually uh, is back and forth with him and Teller on Twitter. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I um, love those guys. I can talk about them all
1: day. Yeah, I and mean,
0: my sister's a yeah. big fan of like the the Penn Sunday School and Oh gosh, yeah. She's she's been to uh, a lot of Teller shows. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, it's it is interesting cuz they're definitely on the uh, the celebrity side. I can see I can see that someone could go to knots and it, it would they wouldn't have yeah. to wouldn't have to grab a plaid and run backstage yeah. every time someone, you know, looks yeah. at them funny.
1: Yeah. It seems to be a it, relaxed enough it, place it, you could... Yeah, I mean, they still get, you know, people coming up to them, but I don't... It's not nearly the level that, that I get, would see at Disney sometimes. Like, I don't... Did you ever hear a uh, Billy Reynolds story uh, with uh, Bono and his security? No. Uh, <laughs> they, they're coming, you know, back from uh, around the bend up to the dock uh, past Trader Sam, and the security guard sees... Uh, Sees some uh, paparazzi over in uh, Aladdin's Oasis. So the moment the front door gets to the dock, he pushes Billy Reynolds out of the way and runs towards. And Billy's like flat on it. Billy's a Uh, tiny little guy. It just pushes him flat on his ass. And and it's. uh, We don't ever. We don't ever get the crazy. We have crazy fans, but. (laughs) Yeah. Not like that. I, um. See, it's funny, because I... See, I the
0: last time I really went to Knott's... Well, let me rephrase it. The first time I went to Knott's was the first time I got married in, like, 92, we came down. Mm-hmm. And Knott's was not what it was then, you know. Mm-hmm. That was when the the biggest thrill was your, you know, the, the dinosaur time travel mm-hmm. ride was the big attraction. Mm-hmm. There, there were no coasters mm-hmm. to speak of. I mean, it was a... You know, we actually came over here to the Buena Park Mall back when it was a dirt mall, Mm -hmm. when it had no movie theater and it had like a Coke collector store. Yeah, yeah, crazy awful stuff. And it was really Knotts was the thing that you went to on the day that you weren't at Disney Mm -hmm. because you didn't know better. Yeah, and you know, and they have they've turned it into something that's a lot more special. I will say on Mm. the Knotts side. Snoopy is perhaps the worst corporate mascot that you can have, uh, <laughs> because other than perhaps Garfield, yeah, um, I, don't, I can't think of He's another group of characters and... that don't connect with modern culture. Now, have you seen the, the trailer for the yes. Peanuts movie? The, yes,
1: that looks really good. Yeah, no, the Peanuts yeah. movie looks like it may yeah. hit
0: again. But yeah, you, you know, you have to look at at Snoopy and the whole Peanuts mm-hmm. gang and. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I can't think of another worse Like, maybe the family circus would be, like, a worse A worst theme park group. That was my family. Welcome to Marmaduke's Wild Ride. Marmaduke's Petting Zoo. Uh,
1: this mean, is the Doonesbury Museum.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but literally, uh, I mean, other than... Sno- I mean, what could be worse than Snoopy? You have a Gilbert. whole bunch of kids that are depressed... Yeah, the Dilbert high tech theme park. First of all, it would only work in Seattle or Portland. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't work anywhere else. That
1: would be else. such a hipster theme park.
0: Uh, you know, you just go up, well, you just go to, a, you just go into a cubicle and work for eight yeah. hours, and pay them eighty bucks a day for the pleasure to be, you know, poorly managed.
1: Side here, uh, side here, and here, and here.
0: The real funky winker bean experience, only at Knox.
1: Oh gosh!
0: <laughs> uh. Oh, all right. Well, that's, that sounds like it's a good place to wrap it. Everyone, go see uh, Chris this Friday and Saturday in Long Beach. Uh, go ahead and say it again, it's at the Von- Found, uh
1: the Sullivan Kyle's Vile Review at the Fountain Theater in Long Beach, Friday and Saturday, eight o'clock. If I, uh, yeah, if
0: I can get a link up on Tuesday, I'll put it up there. With yeah, it. I'll try so, to. Yeah. Uh, other than that, guys, thanks a whole ton. Um, oh, now I can't split this into two episodes. <laughs> That's okay. No. Uh, we, we could we could toss the the No. Yeah. I'll, I'll put I'll put the whole thing up as one. I may have a eh. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks as always uh for Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Uh sitting here with uh with Chris Egan the Hipster Cowboy. <laughs> this is Skipper Kyle. Kungaloosh, everyone.